Hello and welcome to week 14 of the Read Together podcast for the North Alabama and Holston Annual Conferences. This is the week of Lent 5 and April 3rd through the 9th. My name is Jeff Wright and I serve as the District Superintendent of the Appalachian District and the Holston Conference. So I'm glad to be here with you today to share some thoughts on our readings and our readings this week are from Mark 7 through 8, Exodus 1 through 4, 1 Samuel 16 through 20, Psalms 39 through 41, Job 27 through 28, Jeremiah 7 through 11, and 1 Corinthians 11 through 12. The Exodus passage is really interesting. It's our Seen where the Israelites are in bondage, a new king has ascended. He's issued the edict to kill all the male babies. So we get the story of Moses' birth and of God's call then on Moses' life. In 1 Samuel 16 through 20, we get that David is anointed king. We have the story of David and Goliath. We have the friendship between Jonathan and David. We have Saul's attempts to kill David and the friendship of Jonathan and David works against Saul's plan to kill David. In Psalm 39 through 14, we hear David's prayers of wisdom and forgiveness, thanksgiving for deliverance, and then a plea for help, a plea for healing, but also an assurance of God's help. In Jeremiah, we pick up the story as Jeremiah continues to prophesy God's judgment on the nation. He mourns for the people. Uh, It seems that adultery is a central issue, and both Israel and Judah have broken the covenant and there's a coming exile. In Job 27 through 28, Job continues to maintain his integrity while his friends continue to question him. Job never complains. Job complains, rather, but he doesn't question God or lose trust. And then in 1 Corinthians, the passage that we look at 11 through 12, of course, is Paul's teaching about the Lord's Supper, and then he begins to teach about spiritual gifts and the unity of the body. And we start the week with Mark 7 through 8, and that's the one I really want to focus on in our time together today. This is the one that really spoke to me. Uh, We find that Jesus is talking about the traditions of the elders. There's the Syrophoenician woman's faith that helps her find healing. Uh, Jesus cures a deaf man. He feeds the 4,000. The blind man is cured at Bethesda. And Peter's declaration about Jesus being the Messiah, the Son of God, and then Jesus predicts his death. But it's really the first part of chapter 7 that caught my attention. The Pharisees get on to Jesus because his disciples are eating with defiled hands, which, as we know, was against the tradition of the elders. And we find that in verses 4 through 5, where we find these words. Thus observing the traditions of the elders, they do not eat anything from the market unless they wash it. And so there are many other traditions they observe, the washing of pots, cups, and bronze kettles. So the Pharisees and scribes ask him, why do your disciples not live according to the tradition of the elders, but eat with defiled hands? And that leads to discussion about there's nothing outside the body that can come into the body and defile it in a physical manner. And then Jesus begins to have a discussion with his disciples. And the point is, what goes into the body, like in the physical nature, will not defile the body. But it's what comes out of the body, out of the heart of the person, that defiles us. Food from the outside goes into the stomach, not the heart. 
It is what comes from the heart that defiles the evil intentions. And Jesus names names. He he categorizes adultery, variance, wickedness, deceit, licentiousness, envy, slander, pride, folly. And what hit me was the idea of defiled hands. During COVID, if you were like me, you picked up the habit of increased hand washing or hand sanitizing. I'd had the habit of carrying sanitizer in my vehicle for a number of years after our former church lady told me about how she and her husband always have hand sanitizer when they're pumping gas. So after they finish pumping gas, they have hand sanitizer in their vehicle. And when my oldest son was in high school, he uh, had an unfortunate incident one day when he was driving my truck to school and I had a old container of uh, hand sanitizer that had been in the truck so long that it really turned to alcohol and the drug sniffing dog picked up on that and they asked my son to open his the truck of course they saw what it was and he got off but I think he was a little fearful there for a few moments but during the pandemic we have accelerated this habit haven't we we go into restaurants we read menus we touch doorknobs after touching any surface, we are used to, and we were doing what the CDC recommended, to wash our hands or sanitize our hands. And we are justifiably concerned about picking up germs that could lead us to getting COVID, could lead us to getting sick. We were in the throes of a pandemic. So we adopted a lot of what I call controlled habits to protect ourselves. But this was a physical concern. What Jesus was pointing out was a spiritual issue, which the Pharisees, that they were stressing uh, to follow the tradition of the elders, the law, which could be followed by deeds. I see Jesus telling them, you spend time on the outside when it's really what comes from us that defiles us. We know what goes in us can hurt us. I know that because I love to eat. And if you could see me, you could readily have proof that I like to eat and I do eat a lot. I know I need to do better, but the truth is it does affect my physical heart. But what Jesus is talking about here is the spiritual heart, not our physical heart. Eating with dirty hands will not affect our spiritual heart. Most of us did that as children, didn't we? Many of us even drank from water hoses. What Jesus tells us, it's what comes out of us. Anger, wrath, wickedness, deceit. What ascends from our spiritual worldly side, that's where we are defiled. And my friends, we live in a world where we see increasingly more and more avenues to ingest those things that will harm us spiritually. The internet is flooded with all these things that can Help us have those desires that, that Jesus is talking about here. But in this whole discussion, it's further evidence about how the Pharisees were blind to what Jesus was trying to show them. Maybe that's why it's so good to see that one of the parables right after this, or closely following this, is the healing of the blind man of Bethsaida. And then Jesus also in this chapter asked the disciples, who do people say I am? And of course, impetuous Peter had an immediate answer. You are the Messiah. But they didn't even fully understand what that meant, did they? 
And even when Jesus goes on to predict his death, and Pestuous Peter rebukes him, even those who were closest to him were not fully aware of what he was trying to do. Are we? Are we more worried about the outward appearance than we are the inward spirit? Are we more worried about unclean hands more than we are unclean spirits? We can sanitize our hands, but what Jesus the Christ can do for us is cleanse our heart. We can pay attention to what we do that would harm us physically. We can pay attention to what would harm us as far as getting germs or maybe getting a disease or COVID. But do we pay as much attention to what goes on in our hearts and what comes out of our hearts? It's out of our hearts that we defile ourselves with our anger, our our wrath, our judgment of people. What Jesus teaches us, I believe here, is to pay attention to our unclean spirits that are in our heart. That's what defiles us. Those things that can harm our hearts, our spirits. It's not our unclean physical hands. It's not that we picked up a germ here or there. It's that we don't pay attention to what's on the inside as much as we pay attention to what's on the outside. Let us pray. Gracious and loving and forgiving God, thank you for the gift of your son, Jesus Christ. As we work our way through Lent, and in this year we pray you would help us see Jesus for who he is and what he has done for us. We pray that you would help us not be focused on the outward appearance, on the outside unclean hands, but on unclean hearts. Help us to work through our own spiritual development that we may know that what comes from our hearts is real and true and, and offers the world a vision of who you are. We see enough examples, O oh Lord, of what is bad in the world. Help us be walking, talking, living, breathing advertisements for the love you have for all the world. May we express that love through Christ who teaches us love and grace and hope and life. It's in his name that we pray. Amen.